This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays, 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So would you let your kid go on Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or Twitter or YouTube? I mean, it seems to be a growing list. And it's part of our reality, right? I mean, it's, it's out there. Social, we're living in a social media era. There's no escaping it. Uh, but how young is too young when it comes to this kind of thing? Right. And, and I think as parents, you know, you got to be very careful. Uh, is your kid savvy enough to, to navigate all of this? Do you as a parent know what your kid is doing, what they're encountering, what they're running into? And it's one thing that they're exchanging pictures with their buddies or whatever. Uh, but who else is seeing what they're doing? Who has their information? Who's sharing their information? What are they being exposed to? I mean, these are some big questions. Now, Facebook is supposed to be for those 13 or over, right? It's not as though you necessarily have to prove you're 13 or over, but uh, Facebook's terms of use specify that uh, the service is intended for those 13 and over. I'm sure there are plenty of folks using Facebook or Instagram that are under 13, and I think parents need to be aware of that. So Facebook is drawing some criticism for what seems like a big contradiction. So you say that Facebook is for those 13 and over, yet now you've launched a product for those 13 and under. On Monday, Facebook introduced a new app. It's called Messenger Kids. As the New York Times describes it, it is targeted at that age group and asks parents to give their approval so children can message, add filters, and doodle on photos they send to one another. It is a bet that the app can introduce a new generation of users to the Silicon Valley giant's ever-expanding social media universe. But in doing so, Facebook immediately reignited a furious debate about how young is too young for children to use mobile apps and how parents should deal with the steady creep of technology into family life. So yeah, that involves how much time kids spend using this technology and then, of course, how they're using it. Is Facebook trying to groom future users? Quite obviously they are. All right, so what do parents need to know about all of this? Joining us on the line to share some thoughts, very pleased to welcome to the program, Christine Eldersma, who is senior editor with Common Sense Media, commonsensemedia.org. Christine, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. I get the sense this is an ongoing struggle for, for parents, for families, because there's so much out there in terms of social media, apps, and, you know, kids have access to this technology in terms of what's appropriate. Where, where does this fit in in this conversation? Well, you're absolutely right. I think it's really difficult to keep up with all of the different social media apps that are out there for teens. Um, And this one, because it's targeted at kids, is a little different. Um, There have been some other social media apps that are targeted at kids and have a wide variety of controls and oversights. Um, But since this one is created and owned by Facebook, it is a little bit different. 
Right. And there there seems to be that inherent contradiction that uh, Facebook has as a policy that it's uh, meant to be for 13 and older, the the Facebook app itself. Now they're targeting kids and it seems as though, you know, they're trying to bring in that younger market, uh, get them into the the Facebook world, as it were. So does it seem like a contradiction? It's, um, I think it's a both and. I think that the app itself, when I just look at the app um, in, in contrast to other social media apps for kids that have come out, it does have controls so parents can choose the contacts that kids have. Um, so there is, and parents at any time can look in the kids app and see what they're doing. So there is, you know, a level of oversight and protection there that that some parents really want. I think on the other hand, um, you're right in that although it's not going to convert into an adult Facebook account when the kid turns 13, there is data collection that's happening. And I think, you know, the strategy is that, although it's not um, stated uh, overtly, is that hopefully someday these kids will start using Facebook and that data will just be then, you know, continuous and, and, uh, convert as kids become adults and use Facebook. Yeah, I mean, and, and you kind of hint at, I think, two big questions for parents. You know, one is, am I going to know what my child is, is doing online? And, and number two, who else knows what my child is doing online? Yes, and that's always a concern parents have. And a, a lot of social media apps for over kids over 13, it's really hard to know exactly what kids are doing. Snapchat, for example, um, there's no feed exactly. So uh, parents have a really hard time knowing exactly what their kids are doing. And the, the posts are more ephemeral and they disappear. Um, so with something like this app, uh, Messenger Kids, parents can look and they do know. Um, but again, that that whole issue of privacy and security and what happens to a kid's data is is a question that we need to ask. Right. And those, those are big questions. I mean, you know, the reality is that, that kids are using technology. I mean, this is how young people communicate. So uh, if we can find ways that, that are safe for them to, to use, that, that parents uh, can be plugged into, that, that you know, that there's there's some positive to that. I think there is, and I think it also depends on, you know, uh, families and and parents, um, their view of the broader scope. So, for instance, if a parent is thinking, my kid is clamoring to get in on this social media experience, then this might be a good alternative. Um, But some parents may also think, you know, I don't want to introduce my kid to this world too early. I don't. I understand that at some point they're probably going to use this experience to communicate, but I don't need to introduce it to them before they're 13. Right. So I think, again, it's sort of a both and depending on how the parent feels. Yeah, give them an opportunity to be kids. Uh, and I guess that, that comes to, to limiting the amount of time they, they spend on technology, whether it's playing games or chatting with friends. You know, it's about what else is going on in their lives. Yes, and that is definitely something that we talk a lot about is using all technology, all media in balance with off-screen activities and having the right time and place in the home when families can come together without devices. So it, when the inevitable question comes perhaps from uh, from a child to mom or dad saying, can I get this new Messenger Kids app or all my friends have it, I'd like to get it too. Um, you know, what, what should parents be aware of and, and what could Facebook do, I guess, to maybe alleviate some concern? I think... Um, Two main questions that that parents 
might want to consider. Um, the first being, is it, do you want your kids to begin communicating in this way on a device with their friends and with family members? Um, and, and what limits do I want to set around this? So am I going to use this as training wheels and make this an educational experience? Um, I, I do feel, I, I really wish that there were more embedded educational opportunities around digital citizenship for kids in this app. So some, you know, think before you post prompts, um, maybe some content around how kids can use it responsibly. Um, Then I think it would have a value in getting kids ready for the world of social media, um, aside from just parental oversight. Um, And secondly, do you want your kids' data, all the contents of their messages is stored? So do you you want your kid to um, be a part of that data machine before they're 13? So that's another question parents might want to consider. Well, some important questions indeed. Much more at commonsensemedia.org. Christine, thanks so much for your insight here. Appreciate you making some time for us. Thank you so much. All right, that's Christine Elgersma with Common Sense Media, a great resource for parents, by the way, commonsensemedia.org, talking about this new Facebook Messenger app for kids. Uh, here's the thing. The Facebook Messenger app is, is garbage as it is. Look, I'll defend Facebook. I, I use Facebook. I don't mind Facebook. But their Messenger app is just a, a giant piece of crap, right? I hate it. Uh, and so I have some people who like to use it. It's just useless. Uh, anyway, so there's that. And yeah, so there are a lot of different ways for kids to message each other. I don't know what this one necessarily adds other than getting you into the Facebook realm. Uh, but yeah, look, the rule has always been, you know, with our kids is we need to know what you're doing. It's pretty simple. I, I like what she said, think before you post. Because that's a big thing. I, I always shudder to think back, oh, my God, what if in high school Facebook and Instagram had existed? Can you imagine this stupid crap that my friends and I'm sure would have been getting into posting? Uh, I'm so glad to have missed out on that. But that's the thing. I'm, I'm not so worried about what an 11 or 12-year-old is going to post on Facebook because it's going to be something, you know, relatively innocuous. What a 15 or 16-year-old is going to post, well, okay. Or for that matter, 18 or 19, that's a whole other conversation. So learning that, that's a crucial step of thinking before you're posting. What are you sharing? Who's going to see this? Who's going to see this now? Who's going to see this in a year? That's a big question. And that's not what we ever had to confront in when we were kids. Thinking before you post. And I know for my kids, I mean, Facebook is still kind of seen as like, that's what mom and dad use. That's what my grandma uses. That's what the old people use. And so, yeah, I think Facebook realizes that perception exists. And maybe that's how they're trying to kind of get through to to younger people. But they own Instagram anyway. What do they care? And the kids are on Instagram. My daughter likes to post pictures of our dog and and silly memes. My son likes to, to... those videos, him and his buddy playing like mini sticks and they share these live videos between themselves and it's all about, okay, do we know what you're doing? Who are you friends with? Who's seeing what you're doing? And it's pretty clear that we need to, we need to know, we need to see, we need to be able to go in whenever and see what you're doing. And if there's anything you're hiding, you know, we're going to find it and then we got problems.
And, and so, yeah, generally they're pretty good. But it's, it's the reality. I know families struggle with this all the time. What do you say yes to? Is Facebook okay? Is Instagram okay? How much are your kids texting? How much are they messaging? Who are they messaging? How much time are they spending on their devices? All of these things. It's just, you know, that's the reality of today. Anyway, 974-8255. What do you make of this? What do you make the fact of the fact that Facebook is now really explicitly targeting those 13 and under with this messaging app? How worried should we be? Let's take a quick break here. We'll come back in a lot of reaction to this. Want to read some of your texts. You want to jump in on the phones too here, 974-8255. Stay with us. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.